Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by Cam and Karen Lee Poder from the podcast Sex Talk with My Mom. And we're talking all about how to make sex a lot less awkward to talk about with not only your family, but with anyone. Topics include why talking about sex and learning about it can and should be fun. What to do when your partner's getting too serious too fast. So should you stay or should you go? The age-old question of a slow-paced relationship. And your partner says they like going down on you, but they've only done it a few times. What's the deal? All this and more. Thanks for listening. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. You can check out everything we have going on at sexwithemily.com. I promise you're going to find things there that will help you have the better sex and relationships and life that you are craving. Find me Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Radio, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, Channel Stars 109. You can go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM for a free trial which I totally think you should do. You'll love it. Find me on all social media at Sex with Emily across the board. And I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Sex Talk with my mom. I'm so excited to welcome my guests, Cam and Karen Lee Porter. It's Porter. Porter. Okay, why is it? I said that. I, okay, Porter. It said Porter. Porter. I knew that. I said it right before. Well, hello. Hello, Cam. <laughs> we'll answer doesn't that matter. anything. It doesn't really Listen, matter. Listen, they have a podcast, and they've just did their 200th episode, Woo-hoo. Sex Talk With My Mom. Hello. And you can find it all at sextalkwithmymom.com, and at Sex Talk With My Mom, we'll put all this in the show notes, but thank you guys for being here, because I'm really, that's awesome. You guys have been doing it a while? We've been doing a lot, and it's it's been a fun ride talking to my mom about sex. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. And at first, people, it's funny, because they had me do a video, you had me do a thing, you're like, what did you think when you first heard, it, heard of this title? I'm like... I'm like, it, I think it sounds like awesome because well, I'm also in the business. I'm like, that makes so much sense. I don't know what other people thought, but to me, it's like, and then you guys are hilarious together. Thank you. You're so, I have like mom envy. All I wanted Aww. was like Karen Lee to be my mom. I know. Oh. that's what, It got cut off right when you said that. I was like, I know it what did? she's going to say. <laughs> I said, it got cut off? Okay. Well, we were, I, well, I, I we wanted to be my mom. you doing that. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Of course. Of course. I'm okay. everyone's mom. You are though. But like, okay, so you've been doing it now for a few. How many years now? Two hundred episodes. Three and a half years, years. Three and a half years. Okay, so what? What have you? What have you learned about sex? What have you learned about? Cam people definitely knows sex. more than me now. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> He's th- taken over. I I, th- I know a lot about sex toys now, but uh, I'm still learning experientially. In rapidly, I, my thoughts on cunnilingus has com- have completely changed. <gasps> that's right. That's right. Recently. Oh, recently of, again? Wait. Uh, of, of re, of it's late. an evolution okay, of cunnilingus. Okay, give me, give me this. What's your, wh- how is your cunnilingual change? Uh, I started reading, so my mom has been suggesting I read She Comes First for, yes. for years. Ian Kerner changed my life back in 2000 yes. and whatever, three. I think my, my copy Best, is like Every really man should worn. read, every person should read She Comes exactly. First. It is unbelievable. I never read it. 
And because she was recommending it. Right, I'm like, I'm not, not going to listen to my fucking mom. And, exactly. Yeah, I, I, we're a lot of swearing, right? I okay. recommend it to everyone. Okay. Because it's a book that Ian Kerner, who I, I'm a huge fan of Ian Kerner, and he's like, uh, she comes first. Like, the woman comes, you make her come, and here's how you do it. He has great tips. And then you're like, oh, I get it. And then guys are like, why didn't I, I just going to go in there and jackhammer. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Her come first. I Bye. would have put a mimeograph back in the days. Back in the days. Back in the days with the facts and the mimeograph. What the hell is a mimeograph? I don't know why I came up with that, but I used to like, well, it was before we it, what in two thousand three whatever method of facts fact photocopying I did I somehow got the photocopy to every boyfriend that I was with. Oh, good. <laughs> but well, not in two thousand three. Yeah. Well, no. After after Afterward. my husband passed away, right. <laughs> I wasn't like he's like it. dad was so, right. Yeah. What the hell? I probably okay, did give it, it to your dad. Oh, you oh. gave my dad a copy of She Comes First? I don't, just certain instructions. Just passing it down. Yeah, because I literally understand. I love it. Okay, so tell me what you learned from it. Okay, so here's here's okay. the big change. Got I think it. before I was always like, I, I, to be to be good at sex, you're like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of her. Right. That's like the general vibe, right? <laughs> right? Which I was never capable of. Like I was never fucking the shit out of anyone. <laughs> it's because it would uh, happen really quickly. Thank you, mother. <laughs> oh, we've got I'm some promessing Filling in the blaze. I know. I noticed this. I'm like, I know this fucking logo. I know exactly what that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the, but I'm starting to read this book. Because his book was Cam Comes First. And now you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. what no, matter what, no matter what. No matter what, it was always first. Cam Comes First. That's a good one. That could be our new If it starts, play. Cam is coming. It could be our new logo. There you Cam go. Comes First. Anyway, so I'm literally tearing up over here. Okay, so <laughs> she. <laughs> not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Like two pages in, my whole mindset and how we approach sex completely changed. It's like, it's all about like, you can pleasure, you can provide pleasure with your mouth. And that's like often way better than any sort of penetration. Yeah. And you're like, what? Not my, it's not about my penis? Bingo. Yeah. I cared so much about it. Well, I've been saying that for years. Why all of a sudden was this revelation? Moms don't, I can't hear your mom say I can't, it's it's like goes in one ear and it just goes out (laughs) to like an abyss. (laughs) It's like, not even close to coming back. Yeah. Yeah, You know when they show the, the, the things, those little like, drawings of like what men in men's brain like mom's advice is like outside the brain yeah. Yeah. like it got yeah. to escape somewhere yeah right so you're right so this but this is so true so you learned so just recently you're like oh yes. so after even after three and a half years and even of us being friends yes you still thought I'm gonna fuck the shit out of her yes yes oh wow, I feel like I I don't know what I want to do. Isn't it nuts? Jewish? Like I want even another bar mitzvah I am Jewish it feels like a coming out <laughs> exactly. honestly this is what it feels like Wow. So have you have you had a chance to put it into action? No. So I got to. <laughs> That's okay. I got That's another to, issue. Those who can't do teach, I hear you. Yeah. I, I got so excited about it, and then I was like, oh well, still I could get a lot of diseases if I just like start going out there. Right. Just going down at everyone. Going down at everyone. I was ready. I started I know, I, the first I, I, seventy pages. I'm ready to just go down on literally anyone. Right. And then I was like, well, hold on. We gotta, you know, just like take it slowly here because there's some risk involved. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you find? Some I get it. it. It's so true. The mom, you were right. Maybe other. Okay. So I'm glad you listen. Thank you, Karen Lee. This is how I feel. Is that? Well, and you guys can call us if you'd like. Triple eight nine four seven eight two seven seven. I mean, sex talk with my mom, right? Like, would you try? Let's just talk about that for a minute. When you guys were, when you were really, when you Cam was a young boy. Yes. Did you guys talk about sex openly in Chicago? Yes. 
Yeah, I wasn't having a lot of it. Right. Uh, but that's why it was easy to talk shoot. about. <laughs> Some things never basic, change. It was yeah. basically like, why aren't you having sex? Yeah, it's still so a question. So the conversation hasn't changed right, for right. Conversation's been the same. Yeah. Right, right. But like you were more open about it. and More than most yeah. people. I she mean, was the cool mom. Yeah, of course. Cool right. mom. Yeah. You know, the still kids are the cool mom. I'm... Very, very cool. Yeah. And sexy. Sex, With sex the mimeographs. What's yeah. your YouTube? Do you still, can people I look do. at you? I do. Karen Lee Love. Karen Lee Love. We're going to put everything in the show notes. Okay. Because she's amazing. Oh, thank you. A Cougar's you. Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There is still in your bio. So that's, is that what you're, oh yeah. That's your book. And I'm, I'm and then writing the another Lee, book though. This book is going to be called The Secrets of Dating Older Women. Because okay, all these we, young guys want information on that. Please. Okay, you guys are blowing my freaking mind. Tell me about the tips for dating older women. We are, our audience here is like waiting with bated breath, as am I. Oh, well, <laughs> well there's a lot of reasons why dating uh, older works. That relationship of younger guy, older older woman. Not the least of it is the woman has a lot more experience. So if you've got a young guy that doesn't know what the hell he's doing and hasn't read Ian Kerner's book, then... Not a sponsor, but we love him. He's been a guest. An older <laughs> like, yeah. Well... Oh, an older woman can do a lot of teaching yeah. and molding, and it works for both. And it's also great if you're not like wanting a relationship because you're like, if this is like, I think the big thing. Yeah. You. Well, how do you? So are you date you date younger men? Not anymore. I've been right. in that same younger guy for eleven years. He's not that much younger, but you know he's younger. He's, wait. Well, he's I mean, we met him. I met him. Yeah, you met him. He's lovely. He's yeah. significantly younger. I met. He how many years younger? He's fifteen years younger. Oh. But I meant like hero. Okay. I'm talking like. You know, if you're like when I was first single, I was uh, single at 47. Okay. And I'd been married for 24 years. I don't want another older guy. I wanted like the young guy that there's no, you know, expectations, obligations. Yeah, it works. Right. So that's what we're talking about. And then did you find that then when you were 47, were you dating men who were like 27? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. 230? I was happy to get right. a 30 and up. Okay, okay, right. That makes sense. I was years. happy to get 30 and up, <laughs> meaning it was usually much lower. That's, I'm telling you, it I happens. was, I was friends in like, a state of shock when I became single because I was like, these young guys are coming up to me with bold, big right. balls or uh, steel or something. Yeah. I'm coming like, up hey. and flirting with me and I'm older. I these mean, are the guys that think I can fuck the shit out of her. Yeah. These, well, they don't need Ian Kerner's well, book. Well, what are they thinking? Because you're a young gent. If you were look, I know it's your mom. Not, you're not looking at your mom. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, it's my favorite. Things my mom. Cam, but like really, like do you or do you or your friends? Like I don't know if you have an older woman thing. Do you sleep with older women? I'm open to it. Okay. I'm def not my mother's age. No, but right. But you think, but maybe fifteen or ten or yeah. But do you think that that's what guys are thinking still? Like I want to fuck this. They're yeah. looking at her going, but but why are they attracted to someone older rather than someone their own age? Because they could. Learn? Do they think they're thinking I want to learn something? Or no, I think that they, I think there's two reasons. Number one is that usually they have a lot of confidence at this age. Yeah, and, and if it's they're true. single and they're going out there and they look like like how my mother dresses, you know that this person carries <laughs> what confidence. The fuck? Well, I'm just saying. You're, you're, Sounds like you, I'm walking around like a slut. She looks beautiful. You you look what beautiful. Do you mean, when, my mother this dresses. is not this is not how you typically dress to like a bar and a. What yeah. I know what was he going has on. Pa- picture painted of me <laughs> walking around like a like something. Like like you described mini. you and your friend. You described her as like Betty Boop in like a very like I, okay tight. Okay. We're talking about when I first jeans. became single. I was like, whoa, I'm single. I can go out and you know let it all hang out, flaunt it. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. All right, but it's fine. Good. Yeah. It was good for your confidence. Anything so bad happen? Yeah, yeah. So that's one reason. Okay. The second <laughs> reason. He's answering. He's writing the book. This is. You guys should write it together. But hey, go ahead. The second reason is that I think that 
younger women are they're looking more for the relationship and it's not always obviously everyone's looking for something yeah. different but sometimes if, if you're in this life phase you're not necessarily looking for the same you're not trying to build a family you're not right you know, right, right and so it's already out yeah so Very parented so been there done that there can be overlap in that you both are looking just for companionship and and a fun time but i think the confidence is really key that's that's key. It is key. So, what would your tip? Like, I feel like the confidence does come as you're older, and I think I thought I was confident, but now I'm way more confident. But how do you advise people? Like, I don't know. Were you always confident, or do you think you had to get more confident? I was trying to break it down yeah. for the youngins. Where I was like, I don't know why I'm talking like this right now, but I, I do think that I'm like, well, I think I always. Well, I don't remember being super yeah. insecure, but I definitely know now, like how to get off, what I need, yeah. what we're doing. I'm in charge. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna fuck around with that sex. No, why would you? Never fake an orgasm. There's so many. Okay, I'm on the same page as you, Emily. You know that. So I just think the confidence that I had sexually definitely grew by being in a marriage for 24 years. I mean, come on, you're you're experimenting. You're doing stuff. You're trying stuff. You're you have to be open about what you want. You're not scared to walk around naked. Right. Uh, You know, and that's part of it is the body confidence. Because we were thinking about this yesterday. We opened the show. We're like, someone emailed us or called in. They were like, what? They're like, I. My boyfriend said I wasn't sexual, and I feel like I'm not a sexual person, but I, she says, I feel like I am. I love sex, but he says I'm not sexual. We were thinking, well, what does that mean to be sex, a sexual person? And I was just thinking, like, is it someone who talks about sex a lot? Someone who masturbates a lot? Is is she more like, you know, is, is she not dressing too sexy? And she gets to decide. I'm like, he doesn't have to label you, like, if you're feeling sexual, but of course, maybe there's some things you could... You know, it's confidence, it's being in your body, really enjoying it, I think. and Being so, adventuresome, having yeah. fun. It's it, a whole vibe. It's a know? vibe, right? You know, you can feel when someone's like dripping. It's oh, sex. man. Yeah. It's, dripping? What do you dripping mean dripping? This is, dripping? I just started remembering. <laughs> I remember this girl. <laughs> I, was, I was talking. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell us everything. I heard you read your DMs too. If I want to read. It. Oh God! Oh my God! Sliding into my DMs is like a fucking disaster. Okay. It, it is just, anyway. Go drip it. Go back to dripping. Back to dripping. Be- this girl, I, I fell in love with this French girl named Beverly. This girl was dripping with sexuality, like oozing sexiness. You met her in person. Met her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, one of the checked. few I actually meet in person. Okay. I don't build it, and then just. You know, it was just a mismatch. Like that was the one thing that was holding she us was together. She was not very nice to you, and I was oh. not happy with her. Oh God! Yeah. Wait, the mom. Thank comes you, after. mother. Mama Bear came in. Love that. I was very so, upset with that. Okay, so explain to me what Beverly bitch. What is dripping? <laughs> <laughs> Don't come around here no more, Beverly. You're not welcome. Oh my Bev. God! You had she would actually. I, she would be welcome actually. No, I, I mean, she, she would not. <laughs> no, I think she'd be welcome. Leopard doesn't change its spots. What do you mean she'd be welcome? Well, maybe she was so mean to you. All right, she, relax. She, she it had you buy mom. her a drink, and then she went off with some other other guy. It was a bad night. It was a bad night. <laughs> Moms never forget. I, I actually forgot, forgot that. Like, like you remember? I ago. can't believe you How remember. How many years that. ago was this? It must have been five years. Five ago. Five years ago. I never. Do not forget this is about. amazing. Oh, you guys are amazing. Okay, so what what did it mean that she was oozing sex? It's that just, will help us. Yeah, it's it's such an amor. Like, how do you describe that? It's like you, you want you, you, you if you could you would want to fuck the sh- the shit out of her, but you it's you <laughs> but know. you wouldn't now that you know that you don't do that. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> correct. If you it, it's just like this. She it's a confidence. Know. It's she like an error of like I don't give a fuck. Right. You know, it's, she didn't know about your expertise at cunnilingus. Well, you could leave with that. Is, no, I mean, you don't I, lead, but you could <laughs> leave with that. 
Yeah, what do you say? I've saying? had guys lead with that. I, could, I have definitely had guys lead with that. They say to me, and that was like one of the first things that it, it was actually turn off. Yeah, like, I agree. Oh, you can't lead with it. Yeah, I'm, I, I can. I can. <laughs> don't lead with it. I can make you come. Like, oh, same. Yeah, like ew. Ew. Wait, ew. Why you don't know me. I'm my Volvo. Ah, okay. So that's why it is. It's not like, oh, this is just an excuse. Like, I'm really he's, good. He's compensating for other things. And he's not good. A guy who's tell you he's good is not yes. funny. Somebody tell you they're funny is not funny. Right. 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 No, I swear I'm funny. I'm really funny. Although I think I did that yesterday to someone, but I was like, "Oh, you haven't heard the show? I'm funny." You are. Yeah, you are pretty funny. But, but no, but you know what I mean. The guy's like, "I'm really funny." Like, show, show, don't tell. Oh yeah, so he's, yeah. You're, you're, you're gonna fuck the shit out. He's, he's, or I'm gonna make you come. I don't know. Yeah, that is such. It's a, a tricky. Off. It's a tricky. It's, it's it's tricky. You know, yeah, to kind yeah. of figure out how you're gonna um, you know, how you, what have you guys learned though about sex? Tell me since you've been doing this. Holy shit. Well, every. How about you? Has your sex life gotten better? Like I know mine has after 14 years. Like I started because my sex life was in the 12. I was like. <laughs> My sex life sucked. I was like, uh, and I'm hard on myself, so maybe I'm like, I'm just fine. But I just thought it could be so much better. And I know I've learned stuff. I still learning stuff all the time, but I definitely, I feel like my relationships have improved. What about you guys? I mean, it's a lot of talking to three and a half years. Sex Talk with My Mom is their podcast. I mean, I think my, my knowledge of sex changed a lot because of, it seems lately even, it's people are just so more open about exploring things like anal and I never even heard the word pegging before. I mean, I heard right, about why would you? I mean, but even yeah. at like light S&M, if someone said to me, I want to do S&M on you, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. What are you, is, crazy? Is that right? you call, exactly. by the way? I want to do S&M on you? Or bondage. Or like <laughs> dom sub, dominant. Whatever the yeah. Terminology. He showed up with handcuffs. You'd be like, get out of here. Right. And I had friends of mine who said that to me. Like, oh, this guy wanted to like, you know, hit me and spank. slap me around, spank me. And I didn't, I, I was like, get away from me. And <laughs> I'm like thinking, yeah. And I used to have this thing like anal. And my butt says exit only, you know. Right, I mean, right. that was like how it was. And now it's like. Anal's on the menu. Anal's the new black. Anal's on the menu. Anal's the new blowjob, I used to say. Yeah. Anal's the new blowjob. It is. In like 2005, when I started, I was like, whoa. The year I saw my podcast, we declared this. Anal is a new blowjob because I feel like anal wasn't on the menu before that. It was like, I think it's because of porn. I mean, and maybe whatever. butt play was. Butt plays, but, but what anal you know, wasn't expected. Finger, but nobody's like sticking to, you know, I, I mean, it was very rare. I had a friend right. once who said, oh, I do it once in a while when it's the mood strikes me. And I was like, oh, she does anal. What about her? Let's hear yeah. about this. So do you now like anal? I'm not still not a big fan. I, right. I, I I like butt play, but I'm just not a big fan of it. I, yeah. I just I, I think I just like vagina. Yeah, yeah that, that's fine. You got several holes. You got holes to choose from. What about you? Big fan. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but I you know it depends the right time, right place, right right penis. Yeah, I mean you get a giant gigantic. What, is, what penis. makes a good penis for anal? Well, not a big one. That's yeah, for damn well, sure. <laughs> but, Super true. <laughs> yeah, depending on, but some, but for some people, they're like, yes, give me the biggest. Oh man, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, I don't stars. know. I think it's more about, and honestly, it's more about the connection I have with the person, and liking their penis and feeling safe and feeling like I know it. And that's how it feels inside me. So, yeah, but hmm. maybe it was massive. I don't think I've. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, I had it's a guy a penis that I know I and, guys, a penis that I know and respect. That I've got, yeah, I've, I've had some time with. Pe- yeah, we've yeah. traveled together. We've shared a meal. We've hung out. Like I know that penis. I could picture that penis. In you my don't want to. You don't want the. the I don't guy want a rando that, penis. Yeah, you, this guy that t- says to me, his, <laughs> they named his penis in high school the animal. Oh God! So I'm thinking to myself, and then I thought out loud and told him, "Well, 
There's no anal going on over there with you. If your the penis animal is gone, the is animal, going that in. ain't going in. He, he thought to lead with that. Isn't that funny how we... Ch- well, like, I didn't say that he led with it. It was right. just part of the conversation when I first met him. I'm thinking, <laughs> anal, never happening. Right. No. I got you. I thought I was on the menu. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Okay, so what about um, masturbation? It's master- happy masturbation month. Thank you. And obviously, you guys knew that. Mm, I right? did. Did you? Because I feel like people in our profession, I've just been introducing it to to the, my serious audience here that it's a whole month that you get to do stuff. That's another new thing. Okay. There, you know, I mean, guys always talked about masturbating. masturbating. Women never talked about no, masturbating. exactly. Never. Mm-mm. I mean, we would do it, but we'd be like hiding it. Or we'd talk about it maybe with some girlfriends. You, get a, but you, you had those few girlfriends. But you wouldn't talk about it even with like my husband. I don't think I even told him I masturbated. Right. Because it was like, and that's, and that's still the world that a lot of people live in. That they're very fearful. We get a lot of calls here that people are like, I don't, I wish that my partner would masturbate and she doesn't, or confusion about why their partner does, because we don't talk about it. Mm. And, and a lot of people are like, oh, she has to masturbate. That means I'm not doing something right. And I'm like, no, that is not the case. Yeah. Masturbation is just like part of life. It is part like, of a, a healthy life. Do you are you recommending uh, porn with masturbation? Is that on the menu? You know, I recommend. I recommend porn. I love when couples watch porn together because I think if you can find like any other way, inspiration or ways to kind of try something new or a new position, and you're like, oh, we never thought about that. I never thought to put my leg over my shoulder or whatever your shoulder. That could be cool. Um, I only the th- and I think finding porn that you like together. Like, you know, Erica Lust. Have you guys had Erica on your show? She's, she's coming in. in. <laughs> she's coming in right she's now? She's coming. She's coming in, in July. <laughs> okay, good. We have to, she's amazing. But she makes great porn for women um, that are from the female gaze, stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm not, and I, honestly, like, I, I think that porn is great for many people, but just, like, a lot of things in moderation, it can also be yeah, a problem. Yeah. I recommend, my masturbation month thing is, like, it's not like I think you should like up it, like start masturbating more frequently when doing this. Like, it's, but I, I think it's more about I'm like I was giving a hand job with my fake penis in my hand, but it's more about exploring. Like, how is there are there different ways you could touch yourself? Could you edge with yourself? Could you bring yourself to orgasm? Could you, could you have explore? an orgasm with your eyes open? Yeah, I cannot. <laughs> like with the, I'm trying to think if I'm masturbating. Think I'm, about it, all you girls in the room here. Yeah. You can? Have you no. ever like... Yeah. No, oh, we no. got two no's, one yes. See? No. That's like uh, when you sneeze, like the sneeze and keeping your eyes open, it's like impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> I'm trying to think no. of like, Have you ever looked into someone's eyes when you're doing it? I have definitely. But then you... Like that one moment. That yeah, then the like, guys start closing. <laughs> yeah. It's closing time. I'm trying to think if it's like... I'm going to have to put this to the test later. I literally want to leave right now and do it. I don't know. I don't know. Let's I feel ask like the I people do. listening. Oh, yeah. Call us. Do call you guys us. do orgasm without a... Um, do orgasm with your eyes open? With your eyes open. Is that possible? Yeah. Call I, us right now. 888-947-8277. You can call us with anything. It's Sex Talk with my mom here. Yeah. Kim and Karen Lee. I definitely have orgasmed with my eyes open. I with, think it's different with women than men. Yeah. Huh. I, from, I think... I'm convinced, by the way, the male orgasm now pales comp- so far in compare in comparison to the women orgasm. Right, that you learn that too, right? Yes, it's nothing. I'm like, why do we even bother? But yeah, this is th- you. But you could start learning to have source uh, orgasm without ejaculation. You missed that part of the conversation earlier. Oh wow! I, oh, I have awesome. actually explored this. Sex? Yes, yeah, yes. Do it. I have explored this. I would, I would welcome you to do that. There's a lot of I've There's experienced so weird learn, shit. Right? Trying I was to do ask this. you guys, what have you guys done sexually or experienced since you started that you thought you wouldn't have or that's been the most like 
If, if anything at all. Well, Separately. Separate. Well, not yeah. together. Yeah. They do yeah. not have sex. They're well, just What amazing... am I, a cash point all again? Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, not together. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, what have I... Um, like, since the podcast, per se? Yeah. Maybe I'm just, were... like, more open-minded about... Yeah. Just, you know, like... My boyfriend, the reason he fell in love with me is because I reminded him of Nina Hartley, the porn star. Oh, so I like, love Nina. We were having like we would we would be having sex, and he would literally be like, um, "Moves me aside so we could see the TV." I'm like, what the hell is that? And Aren't but, you but, good friends with Nina? I love Nina. Yeah, I'm right. friends. I'm very now good friends, friends with her. You're like, hey, yeah, and <laughs> and, and he's always like, you know. Hey, that's my free pass, right? And I'm like, yeah, probably if she wanted to, why not? Right. You know, like, right. listen, it doesn't. It, and I think in my past, I would have been like, what do you mean you want to have sex with someone else? Right. But you know, so, when you get old, you're just like, no. Or we're just more, more mature. Oh, I know life. that she's going to teach him stuff that's going to be like beneficial for me. Yeah, you're like, it's go all about do me. it. Yeah, it's all about you. It's yeah. all about your pleasure. That's yeah. a good one to learn. So is this what you learned from doing the podcast? That your boyfriend is into Nina no, Hartley? No, I'm more open-minded about like, sex out. and love and where those two I fit see, together. I see, I see. I'm oh, just a... interesting. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Kim? Um, how has my sex life changed? Yeah. I, I've gone to... Mom laughed. I, I know. Well, I've been to some, some weird, been weird to way parties. More yeah, parties yeah. than I have. Yeah, see. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have been as open to like some BDSM parties that I've been to. Not that I did anything wild, but, no, but I went. went. You saw it. Yeah, I, no, that's the first. You got your foot in the door. Yes. You went to Burning Man. Yeah, that's fun. Did you love it? I did. And it, it was a struggle to survive, but it was good. <laughs> it was fun. Just because of the, the desert or yes, just other yes, things? Yes, 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 yes. But then I, mean, I was, I was years ago, spanking yeah. and, and weird shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, th- I also think that j- just learn. I didn't know anything about sex. Right. And, and then, yet. and then you talk about it, and you're like, "Oh wow, I didn't realize you could do that." I, I, I realized communication was like, obviously, everyone knows that's we know lubrication. your lubrication. Communication is a lubrication. But yeah. it is wild that that is like the foundation of, of it all. Lubrication. <laughs> oh, communication. Sorry. Commun- yeah. Well, communication. Yeah. yeah. It is the foundation. It's nuts. It, it, like, it's people the, like you talking about blowjobs and anal all day. I'm like, sometimes, yeah, but not all day. It's mostly about communication. How do you talk about it to your partner and yourself? And how do you stop the messages you have about uh, like, what's good, what's taboo, what's right, what's wrong? Like, how do you even like uh, yeah. communicate you, about it? Uh, yeah, I was just talking to someone who, who, his whole journey right now is to try to talk about his ED with the person he's sleeping with. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so hard. It's, it's, it's Yeah. Because, He's got to talk about it. And, it, and then to say like, yeah, you, you know, I'm, we're just gonna have sex. I'm not gonna focus on coming. And don't be offended if I don't come. It has nothing to do with you. But that's such a hard thing for someone to say. It's so hard. Well, it's really hard to say it. And then it's also hard sometimes for women to hear that because we're like, if a penis doesn't ejaculate, it is our fault. I'm right. going to add to the list of all the things I fucked up on. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not sexy. And he's not attracted to me. Like, we don't get it when the penis malfunctions. Right. Or not mine malfunctions. Yes. And it, not, not that it did. It's fine that your penis. So yeah, <laughs> erectile dysfunction is a big thing. And also I think that the couples need to like... I think it's important with those cases, like you're a team, you're in a team. Like I, I love that he went and talked to her about it, but then also you guys are in it together. Like that's what I like to sh- people to understand that it's not one person's job to fix it alone. Right. Yeah. That you both can kind of get on board with it. Yeah. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, no, I, I, a lot of people like recently someone came up to me, a young guy, he's like 21 years old and he's asking me about 
super orgasms. He, he, he's like, can I give my girlfriend a super orgasm? Like, Where are you hearing these terms from? I mean, it's right. so much unknown about it, there all really of this is. stuff. And, and is that a thing, a super orgasm? I don't know. I mean, that's so. I'm it's glad like a I, super meal. It's like a big meal. Exactly. I don't know, like <laughs> super size my orgasm. <laughs> yeah. I but, mean, I haven't. I mean, maybe like it's a, a great orgasm. It was terrific. It was just super. It was just, it's, it's, I said, what I does had the mean? most terrific orgasm last it's night. Super. You know, now you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to give someone a super yeah. orgasm. Just get the orgasm down. Have you seen the clitoris? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing, I think. If guys would just realize this one simple thing, girls don't give a fuck about your dick and your coming and all that other stuff. It, they don't. I mean, no one wants to be pounded for 45 minutes. All we want is to have a good orgasm on ourselves. <laughs> However you got to get it. However you got to give it to us. Yeah, yeah, just give it to us. Let, let's do it together. But you know what? If you can't do it, I, I can live with that. You can live with it if they can't give you one? No, if he, oh. if he can't come, I oh, can Oh, right, you're fine. I right. can live with that. I can go to bed. Yeah. yeah, you're fine if you didn't come yeah. right. But that's that gets to a certain, you have to understand that now, whereas a lot of women are like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. And women are pleasers, many of us. And we're like, oh, I got to give, I got to give. I don't get. But that's what I would love if I could teach my younger self or the younger people in my life, like my nieces and my friends' kids. And I'm just like, like I had one. She's like, I've had this friends with benefit. She's like 20. This is my niece. I got I got credit. She said I've not talked to her about her. I said, I'm like, what's the benefit? Like having orgasm. Like, She's like, well, we, I get to cuddle. I'm like, are you having an orgasm? No. I'm like, that is a friend with a deficit. <laughs> that is not a friend with a benefit. What is the benefit? And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, there's got to be a benefit. Yeah. We don't know. Women don't know. So I wish I could tell my younger self, like, it's not about giving him great blowjobs. It's not about whatever I was doing. But I did fake it in my 20s because I just wanted to the pounding to stop already. Uh, stop the pounding. I just, yeah, but I mean, that's the whole thing is why can't we just say, hey, I'm tired. I'm, let's go to bed. We'll try this again in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, I wish but that's what we learned. I wish my vision just to get people to talk about sex like they're talking about the weather like you guys do in a very non-confrontational, fun way. Listening to Cam and Karen Lee on Aww, Sex Talk with my you. mom. Congratulations on your podcast. I have a few questions to ask you. We're Would ready. you like to play a, uh, play a game of Would You Rather? Yes. yes. Okay. Would you rather have bad sex or no sex at all? That's a tough one. You both get to answer. Oh, uh, no sex. No sex. Okay. Uh, would you rather have foreplay and no sex or sex without foreplay? Sex without foreplay. Wait, foreplay, no sex? Yeah, you could yeah, only I'll have do foreplay. It. Foreplay, no sex. See, that's, yeah, I agree. Oh, well. He wants to fuck the shit out of someone and he can't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's just not enough time in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, would you rather be blindfolded or handcuffed during sex? Hmm. Well, based on what I just said about uh, orgasms with your eyes closed, I guess I'd be blindfolded is fine. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Cam? Uh, um, probably blindfolded as well. Okay. Yeah. Why did you take the handcuffs then? I, I could use handcuffs. <laughs> We we had a sponsor. I gave took us I took a blindfold and too. And he just like grabbed everything. I'm like, what are you grabbing everything? I need a little treasure chest. <laughs> yeah, he might well be with someone who wants to be handcuffed. Yes. I, yeah, yeah. I also he like handcuffs. I have handcuffs for you if you need some more. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've got no, a whole he doesn't. Sex he doesn't need them because he took them. Oh, all right. Well, if you need them, I'm not yeah, saying I'm, gonna, I, I need I'm to. sorry. If you need them, yeah, I'm the one with the lack of handcuffs. all your toys. Um. Okay. Here's what else we want here. What would be in my other? Okay. 
Would you rather be terrible at foreplay or terrible at sex? It's, this is very confusing. <laughs> because, because because I was starting to think that, that the foreplay is the sex and now, you know, now it it's... It kind of is. I don't love this question because I like yeah. sex to be more linear anyway. Yeah. Do you want another yeah. bonus question? Sure. Would you rather fart uncontrollably when you orgasm or cry inconsolably? Oh, God damn. I definitely <laughs> fart. Bonus question. Phenomenal farting. question. Farting. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Really? Farting you farting could laugh after. Farting, farting is, is hilarious. For sure. I'd rather cry. Really? Oh. No, because I don't cry enough, and when I cry, I'm so happy. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, you were thinking of tears oh. of happiness crying. I was thinking yeah. of tears of well, like, I'm upset. people cry with orgasm. Oh, no. I just want to cry. I want to feel deeply. I don't think I've ever had an orgasm where I cried. Never? Never. No. Hmm. I'm just okay. not a crier. Is this a thing? Women do cry. A lot of women do report crying after orgasm, and I have before. Yeah, because it's so closely tied. You're already all in like this aroused state. Your hormones are oh, like wow. excited but confused, but happy and sad. It's all the things. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you're sad. It's just emotional. Okay, so I I think I was very ignorant to this because the oh. times I've heard people crying, it's like it triggered a memory of like a trauma. Or yeah, something that's like that. the only time. Well, I, that's yeah. if they're having a trauma response, <gasps> breath quickening, and they're rolling mm. to the fetal position. But when I do it now, if it happens, I'm not saying it happens. It's probably happened maybe once or twice a year. I have a good crying orgasm, but it's not uncontrollable. And then I cry, and I'm like, no, no, it's good, it's okay, I'm happy. Like I right away clarify, like no need to call nine one one or don't run. Like I'm not, you know, gotcha. like when I hear like an no unbelievable to- concert, like in a really cozy environment, like at the Chicago Theater or something like that, and you hear this music and it just like goes over you, and I can start crying. Right. Yeah. But I don't know about orgasms. orgasms. Okay. Yeah. I, unless I'm I, just looking for an excuse to cry. It just yeah. comes out the whole really. Like, oh, it's awesome. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for being here. People, where can people find you the best? You can find us at wherever you're listening to podcasts. I don't I guess if you're listening yeah. to Sirius XM, yeah. you're not necessarily we're on listening Spotify, to Spotify. But no, we're trying we're to get iTunes. them. You guys, they're they're everywhere you can find we're podcasts. Everywhere. On Spotify, so, yeah. Yeah, at Spotify. Google Play, mm-hmm. iTunes, same with where you can find my podcast, Sex, uh, Sex with Emily. I'm trying to bring, you know, yeah, we want yeah them. bring we want them on board. Everything. Pa- Sex talk Patreon. Patreon, they have a Patreon account. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And we're going to put this all in our show notes as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into your emails. Okay, let's be honest. If you're over 40, there's a 50-50 chance that you're one of 39 million men affected by erectile dysfunction. And if you're not, you might be one of the 39 million partners that's affected as well. I know not everyone experiences it the same, and your doctor may have it totally under control with medication, which is great. But I hear from plenty of you who have totally lost hope. You tried it all, or so it seems, but I'm telling you, there's something you can do to fight back and that your sex life is not over, and that ED is definitely not something to be ashamed of. Boston Scientific is leading the charge to eliminate the ED stigma and to get men and their partners talking about their condition. Their surgical implants have helped almost half a million men return to normal, yeah, normal sexual function, men who thought they tried everything. Time to lose the shame and take control. To learn more about Boston Scientific's treatment options, go to sexwithemily.com slash no shame. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash N-O-S-H-A-M-E today. We just finished our latest survey, and since last year, the percentage of you who use lube frequently went from 48% to 63%. This made me so proud, because you know I want you guys to have a lube on every nightstand. That's my dream. Now, I know there could be some confusion when it comes to deciding which kind of lube to buy, so today, let's talk about silicone lubes. They last longer, they're waterproof, and you can use them with condoms without breaking them down. 
which is why I am so excited I get to work with Uberlube. I literally used to stock them for samples at trade shows. That's how much I love their lube. I even gave my producer a cup instead of a whole bottle because I didn't want to give it all away. So anyway, Uberlube gets that high quality silicone is the best option because that's literally all they make. You just have to feel it and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's never sticky or tacky and they even had a touch of vitamin E so you feel moisturized after using it. In fact, you can use it in your hair for frizziness, on your skin for chafing. And side note, if you got colorful tattoos, it makes them more vibrant. It's kind of like the Swiss army knife of lubes. Uber Lube is long lasting and waterproof so you can use it in the bath or the shower without reapplying. Besides the way it feels, let me tell you about the bottle. It's such a clean design in this beautiful glass bottle. Definitely nightstand friendly, which of course I love. Ubalube is really in a class by itself and I want you to try it. So to order yours, go to sexwithemily.com slash Ubalube. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E today. I love answering your questions. It's why I'm here, why I exist on the planet. And if you want a question answered on the show, go to my website, sexwithemily.com, click the Ask Emily tab, fill out the short form, or just email feedback at sexwithemily.com. But please, please, please always include your name, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Okay, this first one comes to us from Jacob, who's 22, who did not give a location, but it's okay. We'll let that slide. All right. She says, Dear Emily, I've recently started listening to your podcast, and I really enjoyed them. Really great advice. I've been with my girlfriend, who's also 22, for almost two years now, and we still haven't had sex. She's a virgin and hasn't done anything sexual with anybody. I'm the first guy that she's kissed. At the beginning of our relationship, I was fine with her saying she's not ready, but it's been two years and she's not even warming up to the idea of having sex. I love her very much. I'm not trying to press her to do anything she would regret, but every time I bring up the subject, it always ends with a fight and frustration. My question is whether I should just wait until she changes her mind or should we just break up? Thanks. All right, Jacob. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, uh, Two years, you haven't had sex, she's a virgin. Here's the thing, she's probably just decided for whatever reason that, you know, could be her background, her culture, religion, that she does wants to wait to have sex. You know, maybe till she's married or till she's a certain place in her life. So, I, I mean... She probably didn't know how she was going to feel in the relationship, and I'm sure you were assuming two years in she'd be ready for it, but she's not. So I don't think it's breaking up or waiting until she changes her mind. There's something in between there, and that would be a really honest conversation that you have with her, and you say, you know what, I really love you, I love our relationship, but sex is something, intercourse is something that I really am interested in right now and I'd love to do it with you and I don't want to pressure you and I don't want you to feel like um, it's all that I care about but it certainly is something that I think is an important part of having a healthy sexual relationship so is this something that you think you know do you see it in the future at all are you waiting for marriage like get more information from her because in your mind she's just like no Nothing's changed in two years, but maybe it has. Maybe she's closer. Maybe she's like absolutely waiting till marriage. And in which case you get to decide, am I ready to get married? Is she my long-term plan? So I think having a conversation that is not just I'm breaking up with you because this isn't working, but getting more information about where she's at, checking in, and then making your decision is the best way to go. Thank you, Jacob, for your email. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you found the show. Okay, this next one comes to us from a fellow Emily, 25 in Washington. 
Dear Emily, I'm very self-conscious of my odor and taste. I've had several partners give me oral, but have been too nervous about my smell and taste to enjoy it. I know that it's an issue because recently a partner went down on me for a short time, quickly moved on to something else, and when we finished, he left the room. When he came back, he clearly had used mouthwash. I shower nearly every day and have been tested and there aren't any medical issues. I'm not sure what else I can do at this point other than warn partners and let them know that they don't have to go down on me. What can I do? How can I discuss this with partners? All right. Okay, Emily, I'm not sure. I don't see in here why you think you have some kind of odor or taste that isn't working. Um, I got to be honest with you, you're 25. I'm just going to put this out there. Many people in their 20s do not get the oral that they require or deserve that would feel good to them. Your partners might just be doing the whole like one minute down there dip thinking that's all they have to do and then come back up for sex. There's no indication here that there's anything wrong with your odor or your taste. This is just like one experience. Maybe he does that with everyone he's with. He goes down for a minute. You know, that's one of my huge pet peeves. I'm like, guy goes down to me for one minute. You could have left the room, got me a glass of water, come back in, and that would have been way more effective than one minute downtown. I think it's important to always have, you know, shower after sex, go to the bathroom after sex. There are freshies. Oh my God, we're obsessed, you guys, with the fresh. You guys know that I love the Woo More Play Lube. Well, now they have these things called freshies, and they're like before and after sex wipes, and they smell amazing. I feel like, though, there's, you know, if that would just give you some more confidence, but I just don't think this should stop you from wanting to have oral sex. Yes, some women do have odors, and they're not aware of it because it could be they have some kind of STD or something going on. They might have a. Um, bacterial vaginosis but unless you know you've been uh, yeah I don't see any evidence here that there's been a problem so I think you're fine Emily I think you're fine I just think they're not spending enough time and of course as women we think what's wrong with me what did I do wrong whereas if a man had a woman go down in her him for a minute he might be like what's her problem exactly he would be like he wouldn't be like what's wrong with my she penis she obviously doesn't like she didn't like my penis yeah no not at all it's so. not about my penis. It's all penises. She doesn't do that. Right. That's what would be their first thought. Exactly. What the hell? Why is well, that? It's because <laughs> women, we're pleasers. We care. We just do that. We're, I don't know. But Emily, this is not about you. This is about you asking for what you want and saying, I love a man who goes downtown to me for a while. Stays there all night long. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Half the night. Half the night. <laughs> that's, you know. Yeah. That's my agenda. You don't have to doubt my own agenda. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this next one comes to us from Annika, who's 22 in Michigan. Hi, Emily. I'm 22 and have gone into a relationship with a 30-year-old man. It started out as a spring break fling when I went back to my hometown of Myrtle Beach. We've known each other for years, but never got together for some reason or another before, probably my age. We started hooking up, and the sex and connection we had was amazing. We've been doing long distance for two months now, but he's getting much more serious than I'm comfortable with. He says he's never connected and liked someone as much as me, but I get very stressed about putting my life on hold to maintain a relationship with him. I'm in my 20s and don't want to regret this time in my life. He feels this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime connection, and he has the experience to tell, but I do not. I don't know if I'll ever connect with someone as well emotionally and sexually again. Help. What should I do? Mm. Okay, Annika, let me tell you something. At 22 years old, you're exactly where you should be. You meet someone, you have a connection that you've never felt before because let's be honest, you have probably haven't been out, had the experience to meet a lot of different people yet. You just haven't. And so whenever you have those first pangs with somebody, you have these feelings in your 20s that every time you end it with someone or meet someone that you'll never meet someone as great as this person but I got to tell you that's just a fallacy you will find that person and you're not going to spend your life regretting that you're not with this 30 year old guy who yes he has more years than you but it doesn't mean that you know 
he's feeling this experience and that could also be intoxicating that he's saying to you, oh my God, this connection is once in a lifetime. You know, it's like someone's trying to sell you something on the street and they walk up to you like, this is a rare gem. You must buy it. We only have three left and it's so precious and you'd be like, oh my God, I've never wanted a rare gem, but that rare gem looks great and maybe I could make it into a, a ring or I could make it a break. You know, no. He's selling this to you in a way that not because he's trying to do something that's like nefarious. It's more that he really feels it. But I think that you just said that you're not ready for it. It's been long distance for two months. He's getting more serious than you're comfortable with right now. Please pay attention to that. That's all I heard in here that I want you to narrow on. That's the part that's about you. That's not about him telling you he's got some rare gem of a connection that you'll never get again. So if you're not comfortable with it, you're still you're, you're in your 20s, you're going to find other people, other experiences and just tell him you got you to cool it down a little bit and um, take time to date other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like this. Uh, I understand it, but I, I just think um, if I could stop everybody here from thinking that you're never going to feel however you're feeling now again, it's just not true. There are people who become widowed later in life or whatever happens to people, they always, you'll, you will find love if that's something that you're interested in. So just staying with someone because you believe it won't happen again is no reason to stay. Yeah, and I wonder, I hope he's not like trying to fill her head either well it sounds like it because she's like he's 30 so he has more years you know what she say she said yeah like he's got the experience he's got the experience to know that this is something special and sounds manipulative it sounds a little manipulative too yeah so there's that's a significant age difference in your 20s too it is. I did in different places. It's weird. I didn't start dating people in their 30s until 23. Yeah. Like I really didn't feel ready. And then all of a sudden I was like, now I feel like I can do that. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, Annika, keep doing you. Okay, Emily, real quick. <laughs> yes. Before we get back to these emails, a lot of people are always emailing you about spicing things up. Yes. All the time. And so if you guys listen, variety is a spice of life. It's also the spice of your sex life, and that's what they need. That's what you you need it. You need you need to freaking spice it up, you guys. It could be one thing. I don't care if you're like, no, it's great, it's great, love everything about my partner. It's gonna get a little dull after a while. And as your sex expert, I'm gonna tell you this. I've got you covered because we have a subscription box that is awesome. I can't believe it's just like, it's kind of like my dream subscription box because I get to design it and you get it four times a year and it's by Good Vibrations so you know everything you buy is awesome and approved and great for your body and your mind and your soul. And you sign up, you get a new box every three months and you get toys, you get lubes, you get pleasure products, you get games. I mean, it's like a fun, like you're like, hey, babe, look what arrived in the mail today. And then you get to play with it with each other. And it came in from outside. You don't have to have a hard conversation about it. You're like, wow, there's a womanizer in this one. There's a handcuffs or there's a great lube. This one is mutual masturbation focused. So you get a womanizer starlet, perfect for travel. You get some pure silicone lube and even some Carezza in the moment spray that helps you feel relaxed and more chilled out for sex. Once you sign up, you get your first box. It's all a good deal. You'll save up to $50 compared to buying everything separately. Plus, you know, you know, you know, I will not send you anything that I haven't tried, endorsed, tested, and love and isn't at the top of my list. So to get started, go to sexwithemily.com slash box. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash B-O-X to start your subscription today. And I think it's a great gift. It's a great wedding gift, anniversary gift. It would be the best wedding gift. Right? Be like, do this. And you guys, I'm going to, your honeymoon will be great. Oh my God, I'm going to get this for a wedding. This is, I need to do this for people. 
You should. I know. It's your own box. Just know, be like, hey. Here's my box. <laughs> I want to give you my box. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm giving your husband my box, but you guys can share it. <laughs> it's uh, a shared box. It's a generous box. <laughs> exactly. Very generous. Um, yeah, you guys, it's really fun. People are loving it up. We've got a lot of subscribers to it. So thanks to everyone who's written in and said that you are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to Matt. He's 35 from the South. Uh, he writes, Hi, Emily. My wife and I have discussed voyeurism and the possibility of being watched via webcam. While it sounds hot, it's a little scary to put yourself out there. Is there any source of videos that can be used as a tool in role-playing this out or a recording but pretending it's a live person or a person <laughs> egging us on, telling us to do, etc.? Thanks. All right. Okay, Matt, here's the thing. I understand that voyeurism is hot and being watched webcam, all that. But it is scary, and you have to realize people could be recording it, that you're putting yourself out there like your neighbor could be watching your your friends from high school. Who knows who's going to be on it? But I like the idea of playing it out like why not just use your own camera and kind of fake it and be like okay hey right now they're watching us oh you know Barbie from Minnesota is asking us a question babe like you could just kind of fake it and really get into it like you guys know that role playing actually works so just kind of get into your you know your moment maybe you guys could also first watch it some other webcams together and then that would also give you ideas to say like what actually really happens I think just faking it with a camera set up, watching it after, and then like recording. You could even record your voices like and telling you guys to do stuff and playing during sex. You could even just be like, right now, I want you to go down on him or go down on her. And you could just play it in the background like it's somebody else saying it, but really it's your voice. So then you guys could really be focused and see like, how does that feel? What do we think about that? And just dig a little bit deeper online and watch some other webcams and see if it's just the kind of stuff we actually want to do. But I love that you're really, that you're being hesitant about it and that you're actually taking pause and, and doing all the right things. And that would be role-playing it, talking it through and seeing how it really lands with you before you jump into the webcam waters. Mm-hmm. That actually sounds really fun. To even just fun. like record yourself beforehand and then yeah. play it and then see if you can do it still. I love it. Or like, if, yeah, I think use, people need to use their imaginations more. They do. Remember when imaginations were all we had when we were kids? It was fun. We stopped because people tell us we're weird or got to study. Ugh, Whatever studying. I did. <laughs> I hate studying. <laughs> so I think it is fun to use your imagination with your lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this next one comes to us from Noelle, who's 22 in Indiana. Hi, Emily. I'm so glad I found your show as it's helped me navigate many of the insecurities I've faced in my relationships. However, I do have one thing that I just don't know how to figure out. About two years ago, I was sexually assaulted by someone close to me. Since then, I've been completely celibate. I feel that I've healed from this experience for the most part, except for coming to terms with having sex again. I've had little desire to have sex until I met my current partner. We've been seeing each other for a few months, and he's very understanding about my hesitation. I trust him completely, and I so badly want to take the next step and have sex with him, but I'm so uncomfortable with it. He mentioned to me that he noticed that I flinch when he kisses me. I'm aware this is 100% in my own head, and it's been so long since it's happened. I'm ready to get back out there and do it again. Do you have any advice? Mm. Okay, um, Noelle, this is a really great question because, first of all, I'm sorry for what you've been through. It's sexual assault is not an easy thing. It's it's actually traumatic. Really, I know that you think that you're past it, but I'm curious if you've had any really great therapy around it because that's going to be the only way that you're truly going to get through it. I think sometimes we make the mistake of thinking since time has passed that we're okay with it because we've thought about it a lot. It doesn't hurt as much. The, the truth around that is that it actually gets more deeply repressed into our system, but it's still there 
For example, he kisses you and you flinch and you are hesitant about sex. So what I really want you to do is focus on your mental health and I'd love you to find a therapist who specializes in trauma work and um, sexual assault work. Not just a regular therapist, maybe they do EMDR therapy, which is a really uh, revolutionary transformative therapy. And just kind of talking it through with a professional will allow you to get out of your head. It's not time just passing or a partner that you love. It's you doing the work. Now you could also do the work and be sharing this with your partner what you guys are talking about therapy but I would take some of the pressure off of yourself for sex and put that energy into finding a really good therapist where you live mm-hmm. thanks Noel okay. best of luck to you she also she was really cute when she sent the email she put in a, a trigger warning for oh, sexual assault I'm like thank oh, you you're so sweet Noel this is so and I'm so thank you for opening up and sharing this with us because it's just it's so common it's more common than we think and I mean, I just had a, a conversation with a new friend and, you know, she's like 45 and she's still dealing with being assaulted when she was six. She said she remembers, she just recently remembered a family member assaulting her and, and she still is, realizes that it, it, and she's gone through marriage and divorce and she has kids and she still realizes that it's had a hold on her since then. And she feels uncomfortable when certain parts of her bodies are touched. So all I'm telling you is, Nicole, even if she doesn't feel like it at 22, you're ahead of the game in the sense of you know that it happened. And now you can really do the work that will help you release it so you don't have to wake up at 45 and see like you're still going through some of the same things. Because mm-hmm. my friend hadn't had therapy either and I was talking to her about that. Mm. No, it's important. It's important, you guys. I'm telling you. This last one comes to us from Cindy, who's 53 in Colorado. Dear Emily, when I first met my boyfriend, he said he loves cunnilingus, but I've been with him for two years and he's only done it for me five times and I've had to ask. I've asked him if he doesn't like my vulva, he uses the excuse that he just enjoys penetration more. Not sure if this matters, but he was married for 20 years and she cheated on him multiple times. Oh, well, I don't know if that's relevant about the cheating part, but we could get back to that in a minute. Cindy, I think... Two years and he's only gone down on you five times. I would think that there's either there's a few things going down in here. Um, he might actually if just doesn't if he was married for twenty years, it doesn't mean that he's like a great cunnilinguist that he loved going down on his wife and not you. I would say that he probably got with her in his twenties and 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 he never really got into it. She didn't demand it of him. She didn't ask for it, and then therefore he maybe he's not honed his skills. Right? There's some women that don't like it. And so for whatever reasons, they just don't. So maybe he is actually maybe a little bit more insecure about his skills to go down. And and in his mind, if he hasn't been doing it a lot, he just truly believes he prefers penetration more because it's been so many years since he's done it. So I would let him know then outside the bedroom, tell him that it's not just an option for you that you actually require oral sex and you love receiving it and you think it would be so hot and you'd say I know you like penetration a lot and I like it too but this is a requirement for me is this something that we could talk about would you be on board for this more so I'd be happy to show you what I what I like and what feels good to me but it's really I think it's such an important part of a healthy sex life for me and then see what he says and if he's like nope not my jam or yeah actually I'd love to know what you like you know See where it goes from there. Because this happened to me once and he said, you know what? Oral sex isn't my thing. And and I said, well, then, you know, you're not my thing. And I left the relationship. There were other problems in the relationship. And now that I know more, I maybe I would have been like, well, what do you mean by that? It's not your, because I, I really love the guy. There were other problems. But but I think that sometimes it's just because guys don't know. Maybe some guys don't like it, but they just also need some more information or they need to know how to do it better. They need some tips. 
Because mm-hmm. I think if a guy is really masters of that, when you really master or giving a blowjob, like you feel good about it when you're confident, enthusiastic, and confident in your skills um, and connected to your partner. So maybe he hasn't had those like secure performing mm. oral sex experiences where he got endorsed for it. And there's someone's like, endorsed. Where someone's like, that was amazing. I loved it, babe. Maybe he's always felt like it was an awkward thing. Just like everything. If you never learned it. Your oral experience was endorsed by Sally. <laughs> yeah, he got a great Yelp review. <laughs> He maybe he never got a five star oral Yelp review, and I feel bad for him. So do some teaching there. See if he's down to pleasing you. You're in your fifties. I'm going to assume he's about your age, and at this point, he should be willing to please you or not. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. All right, guys, great questions. I hope you enjoyed this show. Uh, we love sex talk with my mom. Thank you for being on. Thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Kristen, Michelle, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I want to tell you about one of the oldest and most trusting relationships in my life. It's probably the only one that's like never really let me down. I'm talking, of course, about the magic wand. I mean, the magic wand was a big part of my life, even before I started the show. And it's not going anywhere in my life or anyone else's. I mean, you want to know why? The magic wand has been delivering pleasure for 50 years. That's a long time. And it's still the best-selling massage wand in the world. I think it has something to do with all that power. I mean, they don't call it the Cadillac vibrators for nothing. Whoa, it's a good one. And even though it's not easy to improve on something so timeless, they did it again with the latest version called the Magic Wand Plus. And it is Awesome. So like the original, the Magic Wand Plus is a full-size plug-in massage wand. It features a soft silicone head, easy-to-use controls, and variable speed that lets you go from a low rumble to OMG with the push of a button. And if you don't have a Magic Wand in your life, trust me, you should. There are now three models to choose from, original, rechargeable, and the all-new Plus. You can see them all and get one for yourself at sexwithemily.com slash magic wand. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash magic wand. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me on Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there.